Oh my goodness. Sorry about that. Yeah, just it's always these um yeah. It's all to... good. Technology. We love it and we hate it at the same time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, um yes, I am um having a baby. So my wife is due this Saturday. <laughs> is her due date? I know. Which also means like any second now. Like she's yeah. going to labor like right now. Correct. So she's just like, oh, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm recording an episode. It's like, are you serious? I'm like, well, I don't know how, when I'm going back, you know. Oh, like well, record. please send her my sincerest <laughs> thank yous for um, allowing us to record this episode and just send her my best. I know what it's like. And um, always those first few days before the baby gets there, it's always a little nerve wracking. So I know where she's coming from. Yeah. Well, I really also like that you were like, oh, um, let's um, you're like, oh, let me put my, you know, my kids to sleep first. And I'm like, yes, yeah, so someone finally understands, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly. like <laughs> it's a juggle. It's a it's a constant juggle, especially when there's kiddos involved to fit things in at the right time. And, you know, we always want to give them our best. Yes. And so it's hard to find, you know, the hours to squeeze it in. So thank you for your flexibility oh. in moving things around. I appreciate it. Um, well, I want to thank you first and all and foremost for, uh, um, you know, the honor of having you here on Visions to Ventures. It's just great to see your podcast and see, you know, find you and to see what you do. So I'm like, I need to share your story. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. Um, I'm excited for today's conversation. I really am. <laughs> and so what my, um, for this uh, podcast, what I like to do is kind of, um, you know, for you to introduce yourself and then, um, you know, how you, what you do, how you started and then and kind of there, the other part that I also like to use more of the inspirational, motivational type of, uh, you know, just so it shows every, you know, the listeners out there that um, how someone started and even though if they didn't have like a plan or whatever it might be, but what led you to there and then kind of different, different routes to, um, to how you got where you're at, you know, because not everyone's yeah. like, oh, here, it's going to be perfect. You just do this and you follow and you're going to be where you're at, you know, so. Yeah, gotcha. Well, uh, buckle up, everybody. It's going to be a, <laughs> a wild time. <laughs> no, honestly, um, our story is very windy and it's very unconventional. And I do hope that whoever listens to this today would leave feeling inspired and encouraged that if a story as crazy and as messy as ours can lead to where we are today, by no means have we arrived. We're just getting started. But um, if we've been able to see the fruit of just taking that leap of faith, I, I would hope that someone feels encouraged. So um, our story starts actually five years ago. And um, this week is actually really special to me because we're we're celebrating our company's fifth birthday. We turned five oh. on Saturday. Yeah. Congrats. Yay. <laughs> so every year for me, honestly, I celebrate my company birthday more than I celebrate my own birthday because it's just a, such a, a special time for us. It marks when, um, when our life, my husband and I, our life really took a turn in trajectory and led us to a whole new venture. But it started about five years ago when I left my full-time job in corporate advertising. So I was a salesperson here on the ground in my city in Albuquerque. I was selling TV and radio advertising at Univision. And I loved my job. Um, it taught me a lot of amazing skills, but I had just had a baby and um, something in me was just stirred by the fact that I just couldn't be the mom that I wanted to be. And through the course of my job, because it was, you know, media, we had to undergo a lot of rigorous digital training. And so through that, I started to see the potential behind social media. And um, and at that point, uh, my husband and I, we talked about it. And over a series of many months, we decided that I would leave and start my own social media management agency. And so when I was four and a half months pregnant with my next baby, uh, we decided we were going to, you know, take the leap and just do it. When God said go, we said, okay. And so, um, yeah, I was four and a half months pregnant when I put in my two weeks notice and the rest is history. Um, April 1st 
2018 is when our company officially launched. And so I'm the CEO now of this growing organization. It's called Mariposa Marketing. And um, I lead a team of, at this point, eight people. So we've gone from a one-woman operation to eight people. And we are servicing businesses all over our city. We've expanded a little bit beyond Albuquerque as well. And um, man, it is just a wild adventure. Um, I'm grateful that over time, this didn't happen right away, but our company grew so much that I was able to bring my husband home from his corporate job. And so now we co-operate the business together, husband and wife team. I'm the visionary. He's the brains. And, uh, and every day it's just a wild, crazy ride. So we're always kind of balancing, you know, our passion for the work that we do, but we're also parents. And so that's a big part of our, our job is to make sure that we, you know, we're raising our children the way we want. And then of course, making sure that our marriage is also well watered and nourished through all of this. It is a big balancing game, but all that to say no day is like the next. And we really, really just love what we get to do. It really is a privilege. Wow. That's, um, I, love, <laughs> that's <a lot. laughs> I don't know what to, <laughs> no, well, it's, you know, first that came to mind is you did this while, you know, four months pregnant. So I feel, uh, for some, even I would say for myself, like if that was the case, I would, I think the fear of me were like, Oh, is this, you know, right what I'm doing or, yeah. you know, kind of having second thoughts, but, um, I feel that's a good way to show that doesn't matter what I'm not even say situation, but what your current, you know, you were at currently at that time yeah. that to you still did and executed that vision that you had. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. Cause yeah, you know, I want to throw this in there to say that the decision for me to leave came with a lot of prayer because for us, God is the driving force behind everything in our business. And so it's so God to, pick the most inconvenient time for us to have to leave because at that point, right, four and a half months pregnant, like I want security. I want to know like where the next check is coming from. I want to make sure that my house and my children are cared for and provided for. But looking back on that decision, I'm like, but then that wouldn't require any faith, you know? So right. I like it. I like it that God throws curveballs at me and decisions like that to say, okay, this is the time. This is this is the what I'm I'm giving you the peace about this decision. And then it's up to me to say, okay, I'm gonna be obedient. I'm gonna follow through. But yeah, you're right. There's a whole part of it where it's like in me, like the person in me um wants to stay with where, where things are secure and where they're safe and where they're predictable. But then as I'm reflecting on that, I'm like, but that requires no faith, you know. And so I kind of go back and forth on that often, having to remind myself, like, am I operating by the spirit or am I operating by the flesh? The flesh wants security, comfort. Mm -hmm. um, the flesh wants all to know all the answers and have all the answers lined up, whereas the spirit operates on faith no answers, but trust that God's going to take care of it. So that decision, yeah, was totally just a, a decision of faith. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that also. I mean, um, I think what also drew me to, you know, wanting to have, you know, be part of this episode of this podcast was like when I met Dippo and then kind of, you know, saw your story and, and the comments and everything for me, it's like, wow, like you are very, you know, God is, you know, is, some it's it's you know like how it should be with everyone right having god at first in place and, and the rest follows and having faith so for me seeing that and just hearing about that it's just like you trusted you know god in that faith and kind of just took that leap and and, and you know and you never look back because i i feel i yeah. with god first you know i kind of removes the fear of of anything else right from, from what i would see so i think that's that's great you know with that story and and how everything followed through with that. Yeah. And in some ways, but here's the other thing too, because I don't want to sit here and pretend like in the hard times that I, I don't currently. And sometimes even, you know, before, like, especially right after I left fantasize about going back to the regular nine to five, you know, when it's like, when everything feels so heavy and there's so many details and it's, 
it, there's so much going on, you know, sometimes once again, operating by the spirit or by the flesh, I think, oh, how secure to like have a job where, you know, when it starts, you know, when it ends, you know, the money's going to mm-hmm. be in the bank every two weeks. Um, you know what to predict, you know? And so I have had moments and I mean, ask my husband, he'll tell you, um, of just wanting to go back, wanting to go back and questioning my path, questioning my decision and always resolving, nope, I'm going to stay, but don't, I'd be lying to you if I acted like I haven't had thoughts like that of like going back to the comfortable life, because in a lot of ways it's, it's very tempting. And, um, I know that I never would, but it's just one of those, like, you know, when I'm having like a pity party kind of day where it's like, (laughs) you got to think, oh, like, oh, if I could just, if I would just go back, you know, I could just go back to a really high paying sales job and just do really well and have everything lined up. But then, you know, what's the fun in that? So (laughs) I always end up in this circle that's back where I am saying, I'm not leaving. Of course, I'm not going to turn back. I've, I've, at this point, I've burnt the bridge. Excuse me, I've burnt the boats. I see (laughs) you're burned the boats right there. I've burnt the boats. There's no way to get back. And this is what it is. And so, um, it is, it is a lot of like talking yourself through it. So for the entrepreneur who's listening, who thinks that like you make a decision and then you're just forever steady on that, like you probably will have ups and downs. You will have moments of wanting to retreat, you know, and you have to really know and identify when you have those moments to talk yourself back into sense of things of why you're doing what you're doing. What would it mean if you left and how much would you regret it? You know? And so, um, I don't want to paint this picture that it was this seamless transition, there was a lot, a lot of emotionality that went into it. But, you know, five years later, looking back, I think that's normal. And that's natural for anyone who's on the verge of making a really big life changing decision. Okay. No, and I, that's kind of, um, you know, it shows too that uh, even starting your own company, there, you're still going to have the those times where you're like, you know, I want that comfortable life because it's, it's not even if you're like for you, you right, you're five years into already your company. Um, and within those times you had like, oh, maybe I should just make it comfortable. Cause you know, it's not comfortable, you know, it's kind of like, it's challenging. And then also on top of that, you're adding, you know, eight additional, you know, now with employees, eight additional lives that depend on, totally. on you, you know, having your company being successful that maybe for them, they, it's that faith that they took in you as well for like saying, Hey, uh, I, I see where this is going and, and I want to be part of it. And so now it's like, okay, you have them depending on you as well, kind of. <laughs> so that's even and, more. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's totally a weight that, you know, it's, um, I don't want to call it a weight. It's a privilege and it's a responsibility. And it's one that I don't take lightly when somebody uh, commits their time, effort, energy, and talents to my organization And so you're right. There's this additional responsibility of having to make sure that I provide for them as well, because they have livelihoods too. They have goals, they have dreams, they have families. And so those are all things that, you know, as an employer that um, I'm not sure year one, I would have anticipated, you know, and I think that's sometimes the thing with entrepreneurship, it's like in the beginning that sometimes I feel like people have painted it in a certain way that could be misleading a little bit, you know, that maybe it's focused more on like the glittery parts. And so a lot of our mission is that I've resolved that I'm going to share the honest truth behind entrepreneurship, the difficult truths, Mm -hmm. not in a way to deter people, but in more so in a way to coach people into um, being actually ready so that when they hit those moments of challenge, that they don't, they don't retreat, that they stick it out. Correct. No, no, that's awesome. Um, and I really kind of, you know, you sharing everything <laughs> and, and like you said, it, you took us for a ride. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it, it wasn't, I'm like, okay, okay. We're like, is she going to, oh, she's adding more. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was, it was yeah. great, but I, I love that. Um, so how, how did your husband take, I mean, I, just because, you know, um, you mentioned your husband, how, how would, did he take that whole, like, Hey, I'm, you know, starting this and do you want to be, you know, part of it or was it like a took time for him to jump on board. (laughs) Okay. I'm so glad you brought up this honest topic because for a lot of entrepreneurs who are in committed relationships, Mm -hmm. this has to be considered. 
Okay. Um, and it's not talked about often. Mm -hmm. So the decision went something like, um, I remember, and I shared this on my podcast as well. Um, I, I had, I was having this just when I'm driving, I, I get a lot of ideas, I guess you could say. And so it was one of those days that I was driving around to all of my clients. Um, and I was just thinking about, okay, well, you know, what if I started my own agency and I was selling social media accounts for $250 a month each. And I don't ask me why that amount um, I put that. And also looking back, that amount is just like <laughs> beyond silly because it, there's so much work that goes yeah. into it. But just for the, for the sake of the math, I think I, I had picked that amount and I was just trying to do the, the multiplication in my mind. And so I told myself, okay, if I can sell 10 accounts, then that'll, you know, 2,500 bucks if I can sell 20 accounts. Also back then in 2017, 2018, um, social media wasn't as robust as it was now. Like you mm -hmm. could post two to five times a week and that was considered social media management for a while there. Okay. It was, mm -hmm. these were the good old days. Okay. And so, um, I, I remember doing the math and then I called my husband. I said, okay, okay, hear me out. You know, usually if I start a conversation with hear me out, he knows. <laughs> like, oh no, oh no, okay, buckle up, okay, you know, and so I was in the parking lot at Costco, and I remember I called, and I had to get this off my chest, I had to tell me, you know, okay, what if I, and if, if I do 250 bucks and I sell 20 accounts, okay, plus your salary, okay, we can, we can make this work, and he's like, where are you, and I was like, the parking lot at Costco, and he's like, do we need to talk about this now, I'm like, yes, yes, we do, so I shared my idea and that was the beginning of the planting of the seed of this idea into my family. Okay. But it was not immediate after that because my husband is not the person that you hit with this like grand idea and you expect that he's going to just take the ball and run with you. He needs time to marinate. He is a, a question asker. He needs to be able to get all of the details so that it makes sense in his mind before he's able to give his full blessing on things, which I understand that about my husband. I respect him for it and I love him for it. So over months of talking to him about this idea, praying with him about this idea, he finally was on board. And it was actually him who is the one who said, it's time when it was time for me to leave. And so this is how I knew that the time was right. Because like I said, he's not the guy that you just like hit him with a crazy idea and he runs with it. So when I knew he was the one who said it's time, then like I knew for sure it was time to go. But some of the things that we dealt with, like it's, it was me kind of like frustrated, like wanting him to see the vision, but it, he needed to take it in his own way. And so I think that's something for couples to consider. Like when you're when your spouse or your significant other doesn't see exactly what you see, um, being patient, being mm -hmm. patient in the process of getting them to understand your enthusiasm and your excitement. Um, but also I had resolved, I am not going to make a decision apart from my husband because the decision was a family decision. And if I didn't have his blessing in my mind, this is what I thought, how can I advance in something? apart from my husband and ask for God's blessing over it, knowing it would bring division to my home. And so that's where it was a decision for me to say, okay, until he, we are together on this, I, I can't do it because how can I ask God to bless the if I'm deliberately bringing division in my marriage? And so over time, God answered my prayer through giving my husband the green light for us to go <laughs> forward. Um, but don't get me wrong. There was a lot of conversations about it. And in the beginning, he was not working with us. So that was a difficult season because I would come home with all kinds of like pent up, you know, enthusiasm, energy, but also challenges. And he didn't really understand my world because he was still working his corporate job. Mm -hmm. Well, back in October, 2020, he came to work for our company. Now we work together. So it's just, it's not that things have completely resolved because now he's in my world every day. We just have different issues. And so every single day working alongside each other is a new opportunity to learn how each other works. We are so different. We are complete opposites. Like you wouldn't believe how opposite we are, but we complement each other. And so um, for the couple or for the person listening who maybe you've thought of the idea of, you know, bringing your spouse in on a business with you, there's a lot of work to do as far as learning each other's 
working style to try to find that harmony within each other. Um, I can't even say at this point that he and I have arrived and everything <laughs> brings its own set of unique conversations we have to have. Um, but I wouldn't have it any other way because I get to do this adventure with, you know, my best friend. But at the same time, um, there's no manual that tells yeah. you, you know, hey, how to honor and love your spouse as you run a business or how to run a business with your spouse. So it is just kind of learning through the difficulties of it. Um, and and yeah, and we have our days, we have our good days and we have our really challenging days. But that's just the truth of it. Yeah. And I bring that up because I know um, either personally or with, you know, other um, guests that I had is is um, either they not so much support from the spouse or, you know, or, or significant other. So you're like, so then that kind of pushes them like uh, not to pursue it as, as, you know, a strong or, or go with that. But I, but knowing that even, even though your husband was on board you know, not right away, but you know, yeah. currently, and they're still not a hundred percent, like it's, you know, there's still some, like you said, some issues that happen or, or challenges, um, you know, better than saying that than issues, but challenges that come about. Yeah. And so knowing that even, um, it is having that great to have that support, but also knowing that it's still not going to be like rainbows and butterflies, <laughs> you know, you're still going to have something yeah. else coming up. Yeah. Even the company called Mariposa, uh, trust me, it is not always butterflies. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, like it's not always, but you know what? It's worth it. It's so worth it. And for us, because we have so many kids and it gets so crazy, honestly, I don't see a model for us that could work that would allow us to be both parents and business owners mm -hmm. if we didn't work together. Because right. as of right now, um, yeah, there's just so much going on. He and I need to lean on each other as far as the work goes. And so um, it, the, the blessings well outweigh the challenges, but I don't want to act like there's not challenges. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that. So, so what inspired the name Mariposa for your business? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, so it's kind of a funny story when the business was, I was still like in the planning phases of all of this. Um, my son, he was probably like maybe seven, eight months old. And, um, one day I was sitting at my desk and I was, I was praying for a name. And I was like, Lord, just, just whatever you got for me, you know? And I was like hoping to get inspiration. And, and my son started crying from the other room. He woke up from his nap. So I, I remember waking up, or I remember him waking up and I stood up and I was kind of frustrated because I was like in my zone and I had resolved, I'm going to pick a name today. Like this is going to happen. And so when I got up to go to his room, um, I, I made eye contact. I looked down at the wall plug and there was an air freshener from my first Mother's Day that my mom got me from Bath and Body Works. You know, those little air freshers. Yeah, I've seen those. We have some of those here. <laughs> and and yeah. it was a butterfly. Oh. And so it was a butterfly. So I go and I, I see the butterfly and then I'm just kind of still thinking. I'm still thinking. I go and I walk to his room and I pick him up and I walk back and I look at the air freshener. And, and then I'm like, butterfly, mariposa. And like, it just happened at that moment that I'm like, yes, that's the name. And there's no turning back. And um, it came from an air freshener. <laughs> so I wish I had like a fancier, deeper, more meaningful story. Uh, but that's really how, how I got the name. And I do believe it was an answer to my prayer, uh, just a funny one. But so far, um, what I really like is that God has affirmed for me the reason that that is the name. Because so much of business is mimicked in nature. Or should mm -hmm. I say... Um, nature mimics business or vice versa. I guess okay. they, they, you know, resemble each other in the sense that as a business owner, we're always in process. We're always growing. We're always transforming. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the time, even from the entrepreneurial journey, you see somebody start in the very beginning, right? This little caterpillar, this little tiny thing that's just trying to grow and has to go through this really difficult process but on the other side there's so much fruit and so that's also what kind of bleeds into you know why we're so honest because we don't want to um, make the transformational journey seem like it's this like you know snap mm -hmm. your fingers and you're there we want to talk about the truth behind it but to be able to show the other side of it same way as the butterfly goes through that transformation right exactly the the miracle on the other side of it yeah i like that too because you're saying you were praying for a you know name and then when you sometimes when you search for it right like you're like searching and you're like oh my gosh but then when you least expect it and it's totally. right there you know it works the way oh. god works it's like here you go 
Oh. <laughs> it's like, here's your answer for you. And then <laughs> also the whole meaning behind that for you, you might be, you know, you said, oh, it's, it's not, not really a big, you know, um, meaningful, but it was meaningful because like, I, I like how you put that into like someone starting their business, like, you know, the caterpillar and all that. And, and I love that because it's just like, yeah, it's developing that developing. business. Yeah. Always in development. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's always in development. And I'm, I, I honestly feel like, you know, even if this business at some point, you know, if the Lord grants us, you know, 45 more years and we turn 50, that um, it'll all, we'll always be in process. We'll always be in development. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where, you know, we embrace the challenge because it's never really going to go away. I love that. Uh, <laughs> such as, oh my gosh, motivating and inspirational. I love that. Um, yeah. What, so you, you said you had uh, experience in advertising. Is that, yeah. so is some of that kind of, uh, was is part of your business or how, how do I, I'm trying to explain it. So like when you went to social media marketing, did you have some experience? Is that something that you did in your previous job or is it kind of more as you developed into kind of, okay, this is what I want my business to be, uh -huh. you know, like what you wanted to offer in your business? Yeah. So, um, in my previous job, we were not selling social media management, but what was interesting is when I would go see my clients, I was t selling TV and radio schedules. So, you know, if you ever watch, um, Univision, um, and you see the commercials and it's like, you know, I don't know, you might see like an attorney, a car dealer, <laughs> uh, like in my case, I didn't have any of the like larger accounts. Mine was mm -hmm. more like the carnicerias, you know, yeah. um, when you see promotional commercials like that, that's what I was selling. So it was TV and radio schedules. But through that, our company started to see all of this digital stuff on the horizon. So I would go visit my clients and they'd say, oh, okay, you know, here's your check for the week, right? Because they paid in checks. So I had to go do my little lineup and go pick up all my checks and bring them back to the station. Um, but through the conversations, they would ask, you know, hey, I really want to be on, on El Face, Facebook. That's how they would say. Yeah, El Face, yeah. I, El Face. I want to be on El Face. Oh, you know. Uh -huh. And so I'd say, okay, um, like, let me see if I can help you with that, you know? And so, because I'm a solution bringer, like I always want to solve somebody's problem. So, um, like I had one, it was a yanderia and he's like, Lorene, I need, you know, I need help. You know, and I'm like, okay, let me help you with that. So then I remember just kind of like being in his shop and taking pictures. And then we kind of had created this arrangement and um that's kind of where the idea had started where i was just helping him and then for a while i was helping people for free while i was mm -hmm. working my full-time advertising job because we didn't offer that service and because i didn't, wasn't necessarily ready to start accepting money for it I, in a lot of ways like i felt like i was just helping and learning mm -hmm. um but no to answer your question in terms of like formal training i did not have any i kind of just like went out and and sought opportunities to learn and then through that, I kind of built a portfolio and I made some contacts. And then from those contacts that I was able to, you know, um, grow the business. And so for the person who's listening, who is maybe feeling like discouraged, like, oh, I don't have any formal training in this, um, especially if it's social media management. You know, at this point, we all have access to the ro most robust knowledge system in the world, the Internet. Yes. And so. For those, for those of us who, um, you know, maybe there's not formal training or, you know, a degree in what it is that you're wanting to pursue, there is ample opportunity to learn online. And so um, my story is not one of like, hey, I had this formal, you know, digital certificate, not necessarily. I mean, I had some skills that I pulled from mm -hmm. my other job, but as far as social media management, that was a new thing. And even to this day, it's still a relatively new thing um, as far as what does it look like to own an agency, to manage clients and to um, continue growing it? Because it's kind of one of those businesses that not a lot of people know about. So a lot of, not a lot, there's not a lot mm -hmm. of competition. It's, anyway, where I am, maybe it's different in other places, but yeah, that's kind of what we're learning. Yeah. And the reason I, I, I wanted to bring that is because um, listen to other podcasts and, and other, you know, conversations that I had or networking might be. It's sometimes I feel that there's uh when i do um have conversations like well i don't have the training for it or i don't know what my i want to do in my business I, I have this idea but i don't even think that i'm good and for me i'm I was like well i never thought myself of doing a podcast but here i am you know yeah. <laughs> and, so, and you know editing videos and all this audio it's just like 
but for me it's like if whatever led me i think just having conversations and and then wanting to share people's experience in life and 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 their entrepreneurship it's like well i have to learn if i really want to be spreading this knowledge and and sharing people's life you know so i want i like that you you brought that up it's like hey and and it's always a learning and it's uh with social media um and there's so much into it right like the whole algorithm i tell people there's algorithms that change constantly so you might be doing something now right something now and then for you to stay ahead you have to learn and continue learning totally absolutely and yeah i think um you know as far as that part goes for the person who doesn't have that formal training you know one one kind of like pretty practical quote that just always encourages me and i tell this to my kids a lot um you know my my i guess i think of like my actual children and then also like my employees at work um but i it's the idea that every expert was once a beginner Mm. every expert was once a beginner and so like you know if we think about it it's like we see olympians and the assumption they like overnight got really good at what they do like no there's so much practice and work and commitment that has to go into getting to that level and so for the person who doesn't feel necessarily prepared the only way to get prepared is to practice and exactly like what you're doing here right it's like you know if you wait till the day that you feel ready to start a podcast i promise you you will never start a podcast Mm -hmm. you'll never launch the business You'll never take any giant leap because I think as humans, it's just part of the human condition. We never necessarily like feel ready. You know, there's always trepidation. There's always anxiety. There's always nervousness. And so if there is someone listening out there that's waiting for that moment to like feel that, um, I want to encourage them to think beyond that also because emotions can be deceiving and you might feel, you might feel really equipped one day and you might feel really behind the next day and so if we ride on emotions it's going to just be this like wave that's just going to be hard to keep up with and so that is something as an entrepreneur i think over time i've learned that is um to try to separate myself from emotions as much as possible in order to make thoughtful decisions for myself because i think for a lot of us you know when we ride on emotions sometimes it's going to get the best of us and i think as entrepreneurs we're extra sensitive to that yeah <laughs> it's it's funny because you got into i was going to ask you like what is the you know one advice you'd give to entrepreneurs starting out but you just answered it without me even asking so it's like you're one step ahead so fine. Yeah. <laughs> no that's it i think it's just because i'm always like looking back and i'm thinking you know what would i tell my younger yeah. self what would i tell my younger self about the journey how would i encourage her mm-hmm. five years ago knowing what she was about to go through knowing the hardship and the difficulties that she would face, um, how, how would I approach that? And so that's like one of the things that I reflect on that is just, you know, being able to to provide that encouragement um, about not necessarily letting emotions drive because business in a lot of ways has to be, you know, pragmatic and pointed and intentional and strategic. And sometimes emotions serve us well, and sometimes they hinder us. And so um, I just try to be cognizant of that. And for the person starting, maybe you hadn't considered that, that, you know, sometimes you have to put those to put, put the nervousness to the wayside and just go for it. Correct. And I like how you said that, right. You're telling, you told yourself, Oh, what would you tell yourself five years ago? You know, that you currently know now it's the same exact thing. When I have conversations with people, it's like, if I'm already, you know, I'm not saying I'm like, a, uh, like I know everything, but knowing where I currently at, if someone wants to start a podcast or whatever it might be, like, let me help you. So that way you don't start in the beginning, you know, Mm -hmm. you start right where I'm currently at at the moment. And I can show you, you know, show you how, you know, what to do, what I currently know at the moment. And also if there's something that comes up, then I'll learn and then I'll be able to show you. So it's just for me, you know, you just personally for, you know, yourself, what you would tell yourself back then, but also what you would tell people and what you do in your job is, and you know, for your business is, yeah. is you're helping people start off in a good start. Like, Hey, let me grow your business. Let me be that person. That's going to be, um, you know, evolving your business and, and helping you out the way I can. Yeah. And you know what I respect so much about that is there's such an abundance mindset behind that, right. For the people who have um not necessarily arrived right because we've talked about we're always in development Mm -hmm. but for people who have reached milestones who are willing to see somebody who wants to come up to that level 
And someone who's willing to, you know, put their hand down and pull somebody up and say, you know, here's what I know. Let me share it with you. Because um, for a lot of people, it's maybe holding that information tightly so as not to share, so as not mm -hmm. to give somebody the opportunity. And I just like when there's people who operate with that abundance mindset of just being able to say, you know what, I have a, a wealth of knowledge and I'm going to share it with people. and I'm going to share it in a way that's not going to be trying to withhold it because I'm afraid someone's going to get past me. You know, so I, yes. I really appreciate that because it's hard to find. It's really hard to find. No, and I agree. You know, um, conversations what I have with friends and family. It's always like, no, it's that's not, you know, uh, what it's about. It's, you know, it's sharing your ideas um and then it comes to the other ones what i have guests it's like not many people execute right so yeah. i've learned so much from sharing ideas because they also give me feedback like hey do this instead and i'm like oh i never thought about it right because yeah. I, I don't know everything and people should come to that you don't know everything and there's someone that knows might have that information that you might need mm -hmm. that's going to develop that skill and grow you as better as a person so totally and you know what i think too there's also this level of just security I think for the person who is walking in faith and God's calling for them, it's like, I'm personally not afraid to share as much information in every direction as I have, because I know that where God has called me, even if somebody does advance beyond me, um, like his hand is over me, you know? And mm -hmm. so I see it that way and I'm like, so I don't care. I don't care if I'm overly freely giving information. I don't care if I'm, um, I guess, um, you know, counterculture in the sense that like, I'm not in a lot of ways, like not charging for things or, you know, and I, mm -hmm. I understand there's basic business principles to run a thriving, profitable business. But at the same time, there's just such a security I have that it's like, God will, if I give abundantly in the, in the ways that I can have impact in the people around me, like God's going to take care of all the other stuff. And five years in, he's proven that to me. And so as yeah. many times as I've heard like, oh, Laureen, you should really charge for that. Or you really shouldn't, you know, mm -hmm. all of these kind of like, I guess, operating in, in the spirit or in the flesh, like in the flesh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I should charge for that. Or, yeah, this is so valuable. I'm going to make sure that I get every penny's worth or, you know, I'm not going to have coffee with that person because I'm not getting anything out of it. Right. Like all of that, like holding on to that to me, it just it doesn't do anything. But in the ways that I have operated, where in a lot of ways it'd be like, oh, okay, oh, you should have charged more for that. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like all those business principles that come into play, which I'm fully aware of, but oftentimes I strategically choose against it because I want to operate on a, a like a, a wavelength of abundance always that I'm not worried about these little things and withholding it because I'm not, I'm not afraid of, I don't know, someone no, no, no. advancing beyond me. You know? <laughs> no, that's, uh, you know, it's, that speaks of the kind of person that you are, you know, and I love that because I feel that that connection and knowing there's, you know, when I have a conversation with like a coworker or something like, oh, well, why are you not, you know, exactly the same thing. Why are you not charging for that? Why are you not like, um, you know, I'm like, well, because like I, and I say, go back, I don't want that person to, if, if I'm able to help that person in any way possible, that's what I'm going to do, you know? Yeah. And I'm not looking like, hey, you know, because I helped you with this later on, you're going to like help me out. No, it's like, as long as that person leaves whatever they're currently doing and pursuing that that dream of them, that vision and making it happen, that's all like matters to me, you know, and building that community because then I can all, you know, have that person later on be like, hey, and I want you to share your story and see how you did it mm -hmm. and kind of encourage other people who might start in the same spot, you know, and and just know that it's possible. And but also it, you know, it's not for you. It, it might've taken you a couple of years before you decided to jump and, and take the leap of faith, faith, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to encourage the person who, who um, might be on, you know, dipping their toes in the water. Maybe they're not yet ready <laughs> to jump in um, that. Yeah. When there is a level of faith involved, there's also just a level of security, a level of peace that um, money can't buy. Yeah. No. I love that. Oh my gosh. Um, what do you think is the most, most important thing to know when starting a small business? Hmm. That's a good yeah. question. Okay. Um, I think the biggest thing, and this is kind of a little bit difficult, um, cause I, in some ways I, I kind of worked backwards in it, but now hindsight looking back, I think the most important thing to know when you're starting a small business is why you're doing it. 
what is it you hope to accomplish through this business? And so the reason I think that is because when you reach points of challenge and difficulty, if you don't know why you are doing it, then you will quit. And so it's important to know the purpose behind your actions that you're pouring countless amounts of time, effort, and energy into every single day. It's important to know exactly why you're doing it, what you're doing it for. And, um, you know, for some, maybe it is the financial aspect. Um, for others, maybe it's the flexibility aspect. In my case, I can't particularly say that either of those have been, um, you know, easy for me as far as the finances or the time. In fact, I make a lot less money and work a lot more hours than I did before. But for us, it is about purpose and it is about the impact that we get to have in the people around us. And so for me, that's my anchor on the days where I feel like quitting and the days I don't want to do it anymore. And I'm exhausted and I'm tired. It's the the purpose of the impact we want to have. That's what I come back to. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's important for someone to know why, because you will have those days where you want to quit and you want to know why you're doing what you're doing. And if you don't know why you're doing, it's a much shorter fence to jump over mm -hmm. and quit. Then if you know why you're doing what you're doing, then you have a lot more of a challenge to talk yourself out of it. Well, love it. <laughs> no comment on that. I'm just going to leave it at that because I was. <laughs> My job. I know. I was like, okay, bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Lorena. <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate it. You know, it's um, kind of uh, good to, you know, everything you're sharing, it's it's valuable information and valuable knowledge that I think everyone should hear. And, and um, you know, hopefully someone's on their right to work or whatever it might be like, oh, okay, you know, I, I love this, what I heard from Lorene. And it's, you know, it's great. <laughs> it's going to, you know, I had to know that purpose and, and figure that purpose out. So thanks again. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Um, do you feel like, is there like a key to success that you like, oh, hey, I figured out or do you, or do you feel like it's just, yeah, I guess, you know, success can be different for everyone, but mm -hmm. would you say there is a key to success that you might, that you figured out or? You know what, what I can say is um, there's an action or there's a way of thinking that I know over the years um, has really advanced my efforts. And the single thing that I think has impacted me the most is that I am very action oriented. And so almost to a fault, um, and here's <laughs> what that means. When I have an idea or I see opportunity, I go, I go fast and I don't give myself a lot of time to talk myself out of it. And so in some ways, I guess it could be called impulsive and I'm working on being more discerning about that, right? Cause not every opportunity is a golden opportunity, but in a lot of ways that single I guess, quality or like character trait about me has really helped me to advance my business very quickly. And it's just because um, if there's an uh, something that is undone and I have the power to do it, mm -hmm. it will weigh on me. This small detail, I will obsess over it. <laughs> and uh, even, you know, my husband knows like when we're sitting at dinner and I'm just like staring at a space, I'm like trying to check in. And, but I keep thinking about it, this small little detail and I think it's something in a lot of ways that God has given me this just desire to move with my hands when I have the opportunity to do it. And not to say that I'm not a thinker, you know, when there's an idea that needs to be talked about or think or thought about, I honor that. But when I know that there's something that I could do and I'm not doing it, the weight is so great. It's unbearable mm -hmm. for me. I have to do it. Okay. And so I think that that would be my, I don't want to call it like, you know, magic formula, but it is just something that over time, so it's like, there's an email that needs to be sent. I'm going to send it. There's a conversation that needs to be had. I'm going to have it. Um, there's a client I need to reach out to. I'm going to do it. There's a post that needs to go up. It's going to go up. Yeah. And it's not thinking about all those things. It's the actual execution of it on the other mm -hmm. side that over time, I think has just created this, you know, I guess, um, 
momentum in my business that yeah. has allowed us to grow. Also, you know, of course, God blessing those efforts when I do it. Mm -hmm. But it is just kind of this like thing in me that I I consistently see in myself and in some ways trying to get my hand on the pulse of it, right? Because when I'm with my family, I don't want to be thinking about work yeah. all the time. I want to be a present mama. But um, within the job itself, yeah, it's like when I know something has to get done, I'm going to get it done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you speaking of like things that you, you, so you currently, so you have Mariposa, um, your your business. You also have Mariposa, which is the um, podcast, correct? What was the name of? Yes. Yeah, so we have um we have Mariposa Marketing. That's our Mariposa Market, yeah. marketing company in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And then we have Mariposa University, which is a digital university where we're teaching people to become social media managers, just like me. And so that's uh it's it's virtual in the sense that um. We don't necessarily need to have our students here mm -hmm. in Albuquerque, but we have courses. We're developing another course right now, actually, for social media managers where we're teaching people how to do what I did to leave their jobs and go pursue social yeah. media management. And then as part of that, the podcast is kind of like my passion project where I get to sit down with people and learn about their business stories and their leaps of faith. Um, but I guess it's kind of like that connector. It connects the two businesses together because it's where I get to have a lot of my clients on there as well. And um, and they just get to share their stories. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Geez. <laughs> and yeah. on top of that, like you got, you're a mom. So you have like, <laughs> that, is, yeah, that, yeah. Itself, that it's other like, little thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're so. like, here's like, here's my, here's my title. Here's what I do. You know, here's everything. So. Oh my yeah. goodness. Jeez. Like <laughs> I really just, uh, and also, you know, for the listeners, you know, the moms out there and, and, um, single parents, you know, and I say that because like, not, not that you're single, but, um, you know, just knowing that, Hey, like you're doing all this and then also you're running your business and you're also have that university where you're helping, you know, where that can also help single parents or, or whoever decides to mm -hmm. go in and take that and learn that um, type of marketing and, and do it on their own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a lot. Um, there's days where it's exhausting, you know, but I think overall, um, I love I love what I get to do as far as teaching people and helping people. And I think that in this season of life, you know, it, it's, it's chaotic and it's adventurous and I just expect that it's going to be like that for a while and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. And I found peace with that and every day, you know, God carries us through and, um, but it is a matter for me of just making sure that, you know, my family is covered and that I'm being the best parent that I can be the best, the best wife and the best mom. Mm -hmm. And so if there is somebody out there, you know, who is a parent and you're kind of thinking of maybe opportunities that could help mobilize you as far as time or, you know, um, creating circumstances financially that could help you with your family. You know, I definitely think those are things to consider. What I, I think it's important for parents to be mindful about is, because um, I've thought about this before, it's like making decisions for our kids mm -hmm. to give them, you know, the lives that we want to provide for them. And then in the process, losing, losing the, losing ourselves in it. Mm. So sometimes I have to think about that and I have to, you know, ask my husband like, Hey, have I, have I, you know, spent enough time with them this week? Do you think I've been absent? Because I don't want to, in the name of growing the company that's creating legacy for my family, leave my family behind. Yeah. And I think that's something that, that, um, it requires constant intentionality and it requires constant cognizance of, how have I, how have I been with my family? And I heard this quote the other day, um, that just like wrecked me. And it said, um, if you're winning at work and you're losing at home, you're just losing. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's just so true. Like, even if it's in the name of, you know, growing the company for your family, for legacy, for financial reason, whatever it is. But if in the end they're getting the scraps, it's, that doesn't sit with me well. So yeah. I can't say that there hasn't been days or seasons like that where it feels like that, but it's something that requires constant attention and monitoring. And I'm glad you brought that up because I also, uh, you know, was uh, hearing that it's just like that balance of being a parent, also your business, 
where someone from the outside can just see, oh, this person is very successful, but not knowing all that balance that has to work that you might be one day you might be like business and your family, you know, not intentionally, but then mm-hmm. it kind of goes back and forth where you're like, okay, I have to find that right balance and knowing that it's, it takes work and it's, yeah. you know, and you know, you've knowing that or figuring that out, be like, and talking to your husband, like, Hey, am I here or where, you know, kind of like having mm-hmm. to be um, uh, just someone to, from, you know, from the outside to let you know, Hey, you're focusing too much on this and come back over here, you know? Totally, because totally, left to my own devices, I will I will work 18 yeah. hours. Like if I didn't have, you know, to check in as mom uh, after my son gets home from school or, you know, whatever it is, I could work myself until midnight. And I just because I love it so much like it's and for me, I have to just really watch that because because I love it so much that I I, I have to make sure that I am you know, even asking my husband, like, hold me accountable, please. Mm-hmm. You know, if you find, if you see that I'm, I'm not giving them my fullest attention or, you know, just one of the kids need one-on-one time, you know, can I go on a, on a date with my, you know, my son, let's, we'll go, you know, grab some ice cream or whatever it is. It's just like always that constant, um, making sure that I'm yeah. not dropping something in the balance, but you know, and it was something that I think that was said on the last podcast you had with Depot, um, I've kind of just been like pondering on it for the last couple of weeks. And he had said, cause I guess I've always kind of like had this visual in my mind of the way to balance life. And it's like, you know, God at the top and then it's family and then it's um, no, it's God. And then it's marriage and then it's kids and then it's work and then it's everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And not to say that that's not a bad thing, but it just creates this hierarchy where I think visually speaking, there's separation. Mm-hmm. But I remember Depot said on the podcast with you, he said, no, God's in the middle and everything else branches out from that. And mm-hmm. I, that for whatever reason, that visual has just not left my mind because I'm thinking, right. If, if it's in the hierarchy, God's up here, works down here. Mm-hmm. Look at this separation is like, am I really even allowing God to like come into that space in my life? But when God's at the center and everything branches out from that, he's in all of it. And so Mm -hmm. that to me, thank you for bringing up, you know, that topic on your podcast because it really impacted me, but it helped me to see that, that it's like, I I don't want to have this hierarchy or this balance. Mm -hmm. I want it to just be, even if it's a blob, (laughs) you know, it all kind of like molds together, but just God at the center of all of it, God at the center of my home, God at the center of my business, God at the center of my marriage, God at the center of me as a mom. And, um, and it, it requires him to be at the center not necessarily not at the top, but in the center. Yeah. Does that, does that make no, sense? Yeah, it does. It was just that visual that just changed my life um, as far as thinking about that forever. Yeah. Dippo, I mean, with the way he was explaining, I was like, oh my, like I was, I, I was, I told him, man, I, it was just different. And I knew that episode was just going to be um, different than the other ones. Yeah. But I really loved just because even when he mentions like, oh yeah, like, you know, he even said for me, visions to ventures. And he's like, in the middle is faith. And for me, I'm like, I've been, try- you know, that's something I'm like, what is like in the middle, you know? And yeah. then for what's him, the just bridge. yeah, what's the bridge connecting mm-hmm. all this, right? And when he's like, it's faith. And I'm like, yes, exactly. That's what I, I needed to hear. And yeah. so that's for me that, and also what he, you just mentioned now is just like, yeah, it's it's in the center and also having that faith. And I think it works in, it, in anything, right? For business and entrepreneurship and anything, it's just that faith. And from there, it's the rest, you know, it's that purpose of yeah. what you're doing. So absolutely that that's a, a perfect way to put it. Um, but yeah, I think that that it got having God at the center changes it all because mm-hmm. it's, there's not a separation of, you know, God in any of it. He is in the middle of everything Yeah, and everything results is a result of the source of that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Another mic drop here. <laughs> Lorraine with those mic drops. Hold on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, um, I don't, uh, what's, so what is something that you want to leave the listeners of viewers that you just, you know, I mean, you already did so many mic drops, so I'm, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but what's something that you want to leave just listeners, entrepreneurs, anyone's just like kind of, you know, just share whatever it is that you want to leave everyone off. Yeah. With. 
So my parting message to the entrepreneur who's considering, who's thinking about this, um, I want to encourage them that it's possible. It is possible. Anything that you resolve that you want to do is possible. And when you add that layer of faith in it, that adds all of the meaning and purpose behind what you're doing, and you add the power of God on top of that, it's beyond possible. In fact, God will bless you in ways that you never imagined. And on the days where you have no more strength or willpower to continue, his willpower will carry you in those seasons. And so if you have a dream on your heart and you honestly feel like it's ridiculous and it's insurmountable and there's no way you can do it, fantastic. That's the perfect place to start where you are aware of the fact that you need God to help carry you to that dream, whatever that is. And if he calls you to it and you are obedient in the steps that he sets before you, you will you will walk his path. I can't say that it's going to be perfect the whole way. And I can't say that it's going to be easy, but I can say that you will be in the will of God, in the hand of God. And there's no other place that for me personally, I would rather be. So adding that faith aspect and just that obedience to God, I think changes everything and it gives you such a security and it makes it even more possible for somebody like me who has a pretty gritty, you know, story as far as the startup. We had nothing. We, I had a used computer that I bought on Craigslist because my house had been robbed and we were, you know, young and poor and didn't have, you know, at that point had one kiddo and another one on the way and um, didn't have a plan as to how it was all going to work out. But if through the steps that we took, the obedience that we had, God has blessed that. Like, trust me when I say we are not the exception and there's an abundance of opportunity for people. So I just want you to leave feeling encouraged by our story. And if there's any way that our story can encourage you or anything that you could need or advice or whatever, as I mentioned on this podcast, um, I operate in abundance in the sense that I would love to share whatever knowledge, answer, whatever that I have to help mobilize somebody's mission. It would be a delight and honor and a privilege for me to do so. Awesome, Lorene. And uh, <laughs> what a better way. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I also, and this also is time for you to just kind of wear I'm not, I don't know the lingo, but I guess, you know, where you plug in kind of your, your, uh, your business, everything, you know, where people can, um, you know, listeners can find you. So this is your time to just share like, um, you know, your social media and anything else that you want where people can locate you. Cool. So um, we are mostly present on Instagram. That's that's my favorite platform anyway. <laughs> you can find our two channels at Mariposa Marketing Stuff. That's our marketing agency. Or at Mariposa University. That is our digital university. On top of that, we do have a very robust and growing YouTube channel where we are um, educating people on how to become thriving, high-paying social media managers. You can find us on YouTube at Mariposa University. And then on top of that, we do have our own podcast called the Mariposa Podcast, available on all major podcast networks. And if you just search in the Mariposa Podcast, you will find us. Our third episode actually drops this Friday, um, March 31st. So you'll want to definitely tune into that. We interviewed one of our clients. He's the owner of the best mouth guard company in the world. And um, he has an amazing story to tell. So I encourage you guys to just see what we're about. Come hang out with us. And yeah, that's about it. Awesome, Lorene. I'm also going to add that onto the uh, um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that. So okay. I just want to make sure. So I'll add those links on there. Um, and then when, you know, I share the episode is released and also I'll add it. You know, we we'll make sure that everyone is able to check out and see you um, and your, you know, what you're doing for everyone else. And um, thank you again. I, you know, for for me, I'm traveling to New Mexico. You know, because like I'm doing all these like virtual, but like I mentioned to the um, to Depot, and I mentioned to uh, Alex Alexander. You yeah. know, knowing such a great people that that are in New Mexico, I want to plan a you know trip to New Mexico and just hopefully see you 
you you know you guys in person and just you know because that thing that would be such a great thing to do i just yeah. have to wait till my daughter I mean, sorry my my son is uh gets here and then i'll figure everything out but absolutely um, so but yeah. seriously you've been great thank you so much for for you know um accepting this invitation and being such a part of like my vision that i'm trying to go for um and this you know vision situation wouldn't be possible with the guests that i have and building that friendship and and that communication and all that so um thank you again lorraine i appreciate it um and you know we'll go ahead and and i'll you know thanks again <laughs> that's all i gotta say yeah no thank you and um yeah next time you are in albuquerque please come hang out on the podcast we'd love Hi. to have you and in the meantime yep go take care of that wife and your baby and wishing you all the best with delivery and um, I'm sure our paths will cross again. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. All righty. Well, take See, care. God okay. bless you and everything. God bless you, you too. Thank take you. Care. Bye. Bye.